Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. Today, we are celebrating five years of the Millennial Minimalist Podcast and over 1 million downloads. And it is with thanks to you, our listeners, that we've reached this incredible milestone. And to celebrate, Lauren and I each share our reflections on the minimalist lifestyle, including the five ways we've each grown over the years, our five favorite memories of running the podcast so far, and the five things that this podcast has taught us about minimalism. Plus, we each share our top five favorite episodes so far, and I close with a list of five of our most downloaded episodes to date. Be inspired to continue on our minimalist journeys with us and be further motivated to let go, do more, and be more. When we let go, there's so much more to gain. Lauren, I couldn't be more excited to record this episode with you. It was five years ago today that we recorded our first episode of the Millennium Minimalist Podcast in the fields of Florence, Italy. And I honestly can't believe it's been five years. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, the ambiance is a little different than my kitchen table, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. No, I can't believe it's been five years. It's crazy. It's true. So originally, when we started the podcast, we would always record in Lauren's apartment. It looked like the most perfect studio space. It was all white walls. There was just one little table and chair, and it was just a really calm environment for us to record and. I remember those early mornings and those late nights, we were both working full-time jobs where we had to go into an office and we would find any time in the day to record. And I'd be walking over to your house late at night, downtown Toronto, but it worked out. You're only four blocks away from me. So it wasn't too scary <laughs> walking alone, but those days were so great. And then eventually we moved to recording over Zoom. So apart, but uh, I'm just so proud of us. Like this is such a, a milestone. And I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners. It's with thanks to you for listening. It's your listenership that got us here and helped us keep motivated to record more episodes and interview more interesting guests and Again, I can't not thank our listeners enough. And I also want to thank you, Lauren, for being my incredible co-host and being so dedicated over the years. Oh, thank you. And thank you for editing and publishing every single episode that has ever come out and being so <laughs> consistent with it. <laughs> yeah, you like know, it's our baby. It's so funny. And something I didn't, I, I've never told our listeners, it's so funny in my phone, whenever your name pops up, it's it's you, me and a little baby. Cause it's like our podcast is our baby. That's the Aww. little emoji I use. It's funny. <laughs> so cute. You know what else is funny? The top I'm wearing is the one I bought in Italy. No kidding. <laughs> that is I, awesome. I feel like I probably wore it the day we recorded our first podcast. <laughs> You know, I actually have a picture of us the day that we recorded our first episode. So I'll be able to double check that. But it just goes to show that was five years ago and you're still wearing the same top and you're still loving it the same. So I still love it. I think it's the only thing I bought while I was there. Oh, really? <laughs> and our little carry-ons we have. Yeah. And I, I should also add today that we are also celebrating 1 million downloads on the podcast. And again, it's all thanks to you. And it's just such an incredible milestone. And so today we are excited to go into some reflections on what minimalism means to us and how we've evolved and grown over the years and how this lifestyle has improved our lives for the better. And we'll also share some of our favorite episodes to date and some of the top most downloaded episodes as well. And we'll close off with a few of your reviews some amazing reviews that came in and we cannot thank you enough for taking the time. And uh, again, I'm super proud of us. Yeah. It's incredible looking back. I'm so proud of us too. Yeah. And I was thinking this morning, I was like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we reached 10, 10 years and then 15 years. Could you imagine <laughs> once we're we like babies, <laughs> we're like 80 years old in our retirement home. We're like, I'm not buying nothing at the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess we, and we'd still be called the millennial minimalists, right? We would be in our eighties. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. could you imagine if we kept this going that long? That would be incredible. I'm sure some of our listeners would really like that. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> so, I let's, love it. so let's start with what minimalism means to us today. 
I remember, Lauren, when I first saw that you lived this way. And again, for those who are new to our podcast, Lauren is the innate minimalist. I'm the more more so the minimalist adopter. But we learned over the course of the first year of recording the podcast that Lauren is also a minimalist adopter. She was great when it came to the physical excess. She always kept her place neat and tidy, but she realized that there are so many other areas that she needed to work on and myself as well. I needed to work on all areas and it's been such an amazing I guess, journey so far. So originally I saw minimalism as a way to remove the excess from your life so that you can focus on what's most important to you, but it's really evolved from that. Minimalism is a lifestyle. It's an intentional way of life. And I've discovered that this process of elimination has given us the space and time back to explore our interests, uncover our needs, and live closer to our values. This lifestyle not only helps us or or challenges us to let go of things that we no longer need or use, but it really gives us the space to do more and be more. When we let go, there's so much to gain. That's one of my biggest lessons. Like you learn, you, you gain so much when you let go of the stuff that is no longer useful to you, no longer providing you any value. And you have so, so much clarity. I remember I originally focused on how this lifestyle is all about removing the physical things, but there's so much more. It's also the mental access, these emotional things and other areas of clutter, including spiritual clutter, relational clutter and digital clutter. Digital clutter is something that I'm continually working on today. And again, it's it requires constant maintenance, this lifestyle. And the area that interests me the most is managing our mental clutter. And I'm sure our listeners have noticed this because the majority of our episodes are focused on mental excess. That's an area that we will continually have to work on for the rest of our lives. And by living simply, you can really, really be more mindful about it. And I would say that is, that, that's been incredible. That's been a great benefit. And, and lastly, I would say that minimalism, as I've said in the beginning, it's a lifestyle template. It's a clean slate. If you are embarking on some type of change in your life, you know, maybe you're transitioning to a new job or maybe you lost a partner, you're no longer in a relationship, something like that. It's a great refresh on life. Beautifully said. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I actually Googled what makes someone a minimalist. Amazing. (laughs) I was curious. And it said on vocabulary.com, it says, when you call a person a minimalist, you're describing their interest in keeping things very simple. A minimalist prefers the minimal amount or degree of something. And I thought, you know, that can really describe anyone. And just because maybe you do like stuff, maybe the physical part is something that you want, but we all want to live more simply and to have a simpler life. And, you know, we crave that regardless of what area it's in. So that's one of the biggest things that I've learned about the lifestyle and what it means to me today. And I also thought, how, you know, years ago I would get made fun of, like my friends would be like, oh, we're going out for dinner. Lauren's going to wear her one black turtleneck. (laughs) And now they're (laughs) like, Hey Lauren, can you help me with my closet? And I'm like, Oh, how things have changed. (laughs) So it, I, I don't know. I just think it's funny how the quote first they'll make fun of you. Then they'll ask you for advice. And, you know, I was trying to think like, if we didn't do this podcast, would I have done anything differently? And you know, always having less physical stuff. I've still learned so much on like the mental, the emotional, it has just opened up so many doors and information that I never would have been exposed to if we never did this podcast. Yeah. You know, and we'll go into the five things that the podcast has taught us about the minimalist lifestyle. So the first thing is that it's not just aesthetics. Yes. <laughs> I always just loved the clear spaces and the white walls. And that was my way of life and how I lived and appreciated it. But like I said, the biggest thing it's taught me is that, you know, you cannot own very much stuff and still have a jam packed full calendar and all of this mental stress and technology, digital clutter that is so invisible unless you actually go and see your files. Yes. Um, Another thing it taught me is that you don't just have to accept this status quo, like that you go into a job, 
that you don't like to make money to buy all this stuff and that you're eventually going to get rid of and you're just in this constant loophole that you can step back and actually find work that you enjoy and that you're good at and that you're interested in and you can learn new skills and you don't have to accumulate all of this stuff just because that's what everybody else is doing. Like, you know, taking a step back and doing something different. It's also taught me that simplicity in all areas of your life is better. (laughs) It has taught me that it can help you pursue your dreams and your hobbies. Like you were saying before, it just gives you the opportunity to do that. If you're in a financial situation where you have to maintain car payments or a big house or this lifestyle, then you're never going to have time to step back and pursue your interests. Like I always think at the end of my life and I look back, like what am I going to wish I had done and and Mm. tried and accomplished and be proud of. And it's just allowed me to pursue those questions and go after the stuff that I really want and that I'm interested in. Yeah. It's just less time cleaning and time back from no longer being distracted. We're constantly distracted in our lives. And when we remove those distractions, we get all this time back. Yeah, it's amazing. Another thing I learned through the podcast, we've talked about BetterHelp a number of times, but Mm -hmm. I had never done therapy before this podcast. And I learned so many skills about how to approach situations and how to think properly and deal with stress. And it helped me deal with mental clutter so much and gave me these techniques that have been useful for years and gave me the time and space to talk to someone. So that is one of the biggest things I've learned on the podcast too. Yeah. Which has really helped us, you in particular, manage your mental excess, right? Yeah. Just, just. I think it's just so important for us to speak with someone, just having that fly on the wall, that non-judgmental human being that can just hear everything that's going on in your mind. It's just oh, it's so relieving. And even if everything is going right in your life, and we've we've mentioned that on the podcast before, sometimes you'll just go into a therapy session and be like, oh, you know, things are great. And then you start talking, you realize, wow, there's all this stuff that I did want to talk about. There's all this stuff inside that I didn't realize I need to let go of or I needed to let out or communicate or just write down. So that's very cool. I feel like I'm the opposite. I go in with a list. Yeah, you (laughs) do. They're like, how was your weekend? I'm like, there's no time for that. I have 15 things we need to discuss. (laughs) They're like, okay. (laughs) I love that. You always come super fully prepared. Like, I'm going to maximize this 45 minutes or one hour with my therapist. (laughs) I for sure do. (laughs) So what has the podcast taught you on minimalism? So like you, I said, it's much more than about paring down your things and If anybody thinks it's about just paring down the excess physical things, I'll tell you, it's about making space for more of what matters, as Joshua Becker would say. It's about really uncovering your needs, understanding them, and living in alignment with them. That's really it. You know, I remember we both had an epiphany one day. Oh, minimalism is really just about figuring out what your needs are and just living in alignment with those needs and your values, of course for sure. I feel like people are confused with what they need, which makes sense because we're so marketed and exposed to so much stuff. We don't know what we need. Like, think about it, Lauren, just from everything from the excess little trinkets in our home to the extra toiletry items, to all those things that we no longer use. And once you eliminate those things, you realize, oh, what are my true needs? What are the things that I actually do need on a daily basis? And what are the things that I actually use? What are all the things that are sitting around my place that are just collecting dust, right? These are all the questions. So that's the number one thing that I learned. Number two is it's an ongoing lifestyle journey. You aren't just done after you declutter and organize your home. This lifestyle requires maintenance including being mindful about the things coming into your life, as well as managing mental clutter, as you said, especially those thoughts that aren't serving you. We've mentioned before on the podcast that you and I are not very nice to ourselves. No. (laughs) And I think that that is very relatable. And it's nice that we both have friendships and family members that we can speak to about those things. But we've also learned through this lifestyle that it's important to pause and do things like read or meditate or take a long shower, all the things that you can do to just step away when you realize in those moments where you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, 
you know, this lifestyle gives us a space to reflect and question, oh, I'm not feeling great right now. Maybe I should take a pause. Maybe I should sit down for five minutes, go, go to a coffee shop for 10 minutes and come back and you feel so much better. And also this lifestyle isn't perfect. You and I, we identify as minimalists and a lot of people will make their assumptions, but it's so interesting because I think anybody who wants to live a simpler, more intentional life and actually lives by that is a minimalist. People are like, oh, you know, you only own a certain number of items, like all these misconceptions around the name, but we just try our best. And this lifestyle, I just get better with every day. We both do by, by being more mindful about the things that we own, the things that we allow into our spaces, but also our mental spaces, how we manage our time, everything, you know, it's going to be imperfect. Sometimes, sometimes I get overwhelmed. I still get anxious, but now I'm fully aware of it so that I can step back and be like, okay, how am I feeling in this moment? Cause before, you know, you would just complain or you just suck it up. Now it's like, no, take a pause. Right. And we're just trying our best, you know, every day we're like, okay, how can we live more sustainably? How can we be more mindful about the things coming into our home? How can we communicate better to our family members and our friends that we don't want any gifts for our birthday, for example? How can we just be more honest, but in a nice, polite way so that we can live this lifestyle that is meaningful to us and that keeps us calm and more at ease? So that's my third point. Uh, Number four, the fourth thing I learned is that when it applies to the podcast, minimalism, the subject of minimalism, we can talk about everything. That's what I love. It's like minimal. People are like, oh, you know, like, wow, you guys have done over 175 episodes. Like, how do you keep thinking of topics? I was like, wow, I could talk about thousands of different topics. It's about living a simpler, more intentional life. So we can talk about everything. (laughs) For example, we've been able to cover topics from how to declutter our homes to how to manage our anxieties, how to live sustainably, and more specifically themes such as how to break impulse spending, how to overcome anxiety, how to break away from overwork or burnout, how to build financial freedom, how to manage feelings of FOMO, the fear of missing out, and FOBO, the fear of better options, and how to make better decisions in our world of overwhelming choice. These are just a few of the topics that we've covered. So there's so many different areas that we can talk about. And I just love that because there's so much to learn. And I I think what this lifestyle has really taught me is that this is my fifth point is that it's truly what I needed to find my way in life. I remember Mm -hmm. when I first went into your home and I saw the way you lived and I was in a career transition. I was out of a relationship. I was on my own and I was so lost and I started decluttering. And as I started letting go of more excess, all of the answers came to me. It was incredible. It gave me time and space to reflect and make decisions that were more in line with my values and who I knew inside that voice inside that tells you, you got to go in this direction. And I started to listen to it. And I was, I left the corporate world and I decided I'm going to start working as an independent contractor. And now I'm five years into it and it's all thanks to this lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you talk about how you can apply it to so many things, but minimalism is essentially simplifying things and, you know, just bringing it down to the degree of what's essential. And, you know, I had so much experience in, in one area and we were able to just touch on so many different areas. And it does give you that, it, you know, getting rid of stuff. It's such a purge that you're kind of left you know, alone on your couch, questioning things and figuring, picking up the pieces and figuring out your life, but it's well worth the effort. Yeah. It can be scary at times Yeah, because you're like, wow, there's no longer all of this distraction. Now I have to face myself. Minimalism is an opportunity to face yourself, which is kind of scary, but it's the most rewarding thing. Yeah. So now let's go into Five ways we have changed or grown over the past five years, thanks to this lifestyle. And I'll let you start, Lauren. So besides aging, <laughs> I'm we definitely, definitely have. Yeah. We've aged. I'm now what? I'm now 36. You're now newly 34. Congratulations. Newly 34 as of two, day, two days ago. Yes. Yeah. When we left that Italy trip, I was 28 and I turned 29 on it. So yes, you did. Yeah. No, I've learned so much. I'm definitely more patient, even though I was already patient. 
I've learned to slow down. I feel like I was mm-hmm. always so rushed to do everything in life. And now I'm just like, you know what, if it takes a decade, it takes a decade. Like I want to work on it and enjoy the process. I take more risk. I feel like maybe like a year into this podcast, I remember just walking into Yuck Yucks and being like, how do I get up on the stage for amateur night? Like I just things I, I wouldn't have done. I just like was like, I don't care. I just want I'm going to take the risk on this stuff. And I compare myself a lot less to people. I still do. But I feel like I always was like, oh, they bought a house or they got married or they got promoted. And I felt like I should do it. Whereas now I'm just happier on my own path, working on the stuff that I like. And I'm less interested in what other people are doing, which is so much better of a way to live. Um, I'm able to see things from different angles and different perspectives. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're so narrow with how we perceive things. And I'm a lot more, I can step back and look at it from different, you know, like I said, perspectives and be like, oh, like, maybe this is what they meant when they said that, or maybe this is how they feel. So I'm a lot more open and almost like less less quick to judge. Yeah. Less stubborn in my thinking. I'm more environmental. I'm more focused. I'm more comfortable and just being my weird self. I'm like, if someone doesn't like me, then I get to spend more time alone. So which I want anyways, (laughs) which you love, (laughs) which I love. And another One of the biggest things that has changed is, you know, I'm in a long-term relationship. We're coming up three years and we moved in together. And for the first time in my life, I had to share my entire space with someone. So, you know, growing up, I always had my own bedroom in university and, you know, my first job, I had roommates, but I always had my own little empty bedroom. I could sit in and find peace. And all of a sudden I I didn't have any space. I just had to share with someone else. So that was a huge life transition for me and, you know, navigating that and learning to live with a bit more, but taking the benefits that come with that. So that was one of the biggest things that's changed since we started this. Wow. And and I want to add as your co-host, I've also seen you change and grow. And I, I, I didn't prepare for this, but just off the cuff, I, you have, you have really grown. I would say that you used to be a little bit more shy. You're much more yourself, how you, how yourself, who you were with your closest friends. And you're more like that in your everyday. You're more open to being who you truly are. You're definitely taking more risks. You're going after your interests. This lifestyle has given you the space to pursue your curiosities. And I would also add that you're so much better at setting boundaries in your life. You'd be like, nope, that doesn't work for me. Whereas before you would say yes to everything. And I would just say you just seem more at peace with who you are. And you seem a lot more confident I just feel like you just become more beautiful with every year. You Thank just you. like you've come into yourself in terms of especially like your style. You know, you are the closet master now, closet decluttering master, and your outfits are always beautifully put together. You just, yeah, I just feel like your life is coming together in a really beautiful way. And it's it's nice to see that you're living with someone now and you've really grown through that as well as someone who own two spoons at one point now you own tons so yeah I my mom was like you're so much less anal retentive now that you live with someone <laughs> like yeah. well I guess that changes it <laughs> it does it does it's so funny but yeah so I just wanted to share that but yeah you're definitely more at peace Thank and I'm you. happy that you're pursuing your love for comedy and I hope that this lifestyle also inspires our listeners to pursue the things that, you know, those tiny voices inside us that tell us, hey, this is your passion. This is what lights you up. And it's nice to see that you're pursuing that. Oh, thank you. That means so much, Kelly. Of course. And to go into mine, as many of you know, over the past five years as the minimalist adopter, I guess you could just say that I'm, the min- I'm, I'm a minimalist now, not so much the original adopter anymore, but my home is much more minimalist. And I recently shared a post on Instagram that uh, had quite the engagement of just little pieces of my home, very relaxing, calm, white and gray space. That's how I like it. If you like a colorful space, you can can go for a colorful space, but whatever works for you. So I've been able to pare down my things and design my dream minimalist home. 
and it gives me great clarity and calm every day. And having less stuff has helped me get dressed in the morning faster. Uh, I have my coffee maker out so that it's it's out because I use it every morning, grab my coffee. I have less makeup and toiletry products. So it's easier to do my makeup every day. I know you've given the advice, Lauren, to just, just have the products out that you use every day. And so that's what I've been doing. Any extra things I will put away in my storage so I don't have to look at every day or have to rummage through it. And yeah, so it's all just less distraction in my in my morning. So it just makes my morning routine so much. Ugh, I just, I love it. I, I, I leave my bedroom and I walk into my kitchen in my family room and it's just clean and clear. I always make sure that it's a new day, meaning I do the dishes the night before so I don't have to look at everything. And it's just, oh, it's so refreshing. It's like, it's like waking up to a hotel room every morning. So it's, it's very nice. So that's number one. Uh, I'm also better at managing my mental clutter. I, I, I really believe it's in part due to living in a very clean and minimalist environment. I think it really helps mentally. Also, I've made space for daily re reflection. I've been meditating in the morning, Lauren, for a minimum five minutes every single day, which has been great. And I, I would like to do more yoga. I'm not doing it right now, but I would like to do more yoga because I think it's really good for my body and my mind. Uh, I'm active in like really, I'm active in sports and I, I always forget to stretch. It's so important. And I find it's also very meditative and I've learned the great benefit in speaking to a therapist. As you said, speaking to a therapist is the best. It's great. I think it's one of those things that we we can all benefit from, even if everything's great in our lives. Uh, the third piece is I read more. Uh, this lifestyle and the podcast has given me the space to read more books, specifically in the personal development space, which has always been of interest to me. You and I are the same, Lauren. We we prefer nonfiction books because we want to learn the specifics that we can apply to our lives. And no knock against fiction. My sister is obsessed with fiction books. And I understand it, especially if you're like a lawyer or something and you're always reading, reading, reading. You just kind of want to disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel much more knowledgeable. And uh, it, yeah, it's also it comes with getting older, I believe. You know, you just gain new knowledge as you age every year. And uh, but I'm glad that it's given me the space to read more. Uh, it's also given me the space to give back. Uh, especially through this podcast, like speaking about minimalism, and this lifestyle really lights me up. And in addition, you know that I love connecting people, Lauren, I love connecting people, whether that is someone looking for a job or someone who is kind of confused in life and doesn't know what path to take. I love working with people through that just in my everyday life, but just voluntarily. I just I love connecting people with new friends. It just lights me up. And this lifestyle has given me the space to do that. It's given me the time back to do that. And lastly, uh, I feel at peace. I feel more at peace with myself and, and more present thanks to this lifestyle. I've gained a greater sense of self. I feel like I can be more myself in my everyday. And I think it's because I, I feel more intentional and I have more direction and everything I do is more intentional in my everyday. I've created this lifestyle. I, I like to say this like framework that's built around my values and my simple needs and my aspirations. So once you have that clarity, even though it's not fully clear, but you have a direction, it just, it gives you a sense of peace. It gives you some peace of mind. Yeah. And you know, like you said to me, it's watching you change over the last five years. Like, you know, you say this lights you up and I see it every day. Like when you're finish your interviews and you call me and you're so excited and how well it went and everything you learned and everything they said. And it's like been so nice to like, see you find this one thing that you love so much and just lights you up every day. And, you know, when we first started this and you started living the lifestyle, I remember coming over and there was always less stuff, like yeah. less picture frames, less clothes, but you yourself were getting happier and happier and like more focused. And so it was beautiful to see that transition in you. And you know, not be as stressed and mm. to just need less and be able to focus on other things that were so much more important to you. Thank you. I'm glad that you recognize that in me. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's hard to like be on the same level as your energy. <laughs> really? Oh, I don't know. You're always good at that. I'm yeah, like, Kelly, I'm napping and you're like, how is it? How's it going? 
I can always tell what mood you're in though too. It's so funny, even by your text (laughs) messages, which is funny. (laughs) But this actually goes well into our, our next set of questions. We each share five favorite memories or best memories of running the podcast. So I thought about this and I was like, well, what my favorite memory so far, and there isn't one specific moment is, is just laughing on the podcast with you. We laugh so much on the Aww. podcast. There's so many episodes. There's actually one one-on-one episode in particular. I forget which one it was, unfortunately, but we laughed so much through it. And I remember having to edit so much laughter out of it because it was <laughs> like, I, it was an uncontrollable laughter at one point for me and I couldn't hold myself together. Aww. <laughs> I love that. That's so beautiful. That's like one of my favorite memories. My other favorite memory is just our late night recordings, our early morning recordings. I'm like a night owl and Lauren's an early bird. And so (laughs) it was funny. We'd always be like, yeah, let's record at night. I'd be like, let's record at night. Lauren's like, no, let's record in the morning. And so we just did both. And then eventually we realized, let's record midday, (laughs) especially now that we both work from home. It's easier. And so we kind of met in the middle. And so both of us have energy. (laughs) No, it's definitely worked better. Yeah, I'm curious to see if we have any parallels to our favorite memories here. Yeah. Okay. So my third favorite memory is we had the opportunity to work with Cotton. Do you remember Cotton? Cotton clothing brand. We had the opportunity to do an editorial photo shoot with them for a hauler magazine in Canada. And so they did a whole shoot of us in their store. And we actually recorded a podcast with them as well in our early days. As well as we were mentioned in a few articles in the Toronto Star, so we're starting to get mentioned out there, which is great. It sees that our work is really paying off. And uh, yeah, my last part was uh, some memorable episodes. So uh, Lauren and I, we used to record with authors together. I'm doing more of the author interviews moving forward. But when we did it together, there are three episodes in particular that we really, really connected with the host so well. And it was these three recordings that we both called each other after and was like, that was so good. Wow, I felt so connected. So I'll share them. So it's episode 126, Overcome Distraction and Pursue a More Meaningful Life with Joshua Becker. Joshua Becker is a minimalist thought leader. I'm sure many of you know of him. We just really jived with him. The other one was episode 131, Break Away from Overworking, Overdoing, and Underliving with Celeste Headley. In that episode, we literally told her, wow, we love you. You are, we are really vibing right now. And the last one was episode 133, Unwind Your Anxiety with Dr. Judd Brewer. We loved him. (laughs) Yeah, he was amazing. He was so kind. He's such a great guy. So I'm so curious about yours, Lauren. I'm so curious what your what your favorite memories have been so far. Yeah, I feel like definitely somewhere recent. Obviously, meeting the minimalist was huge. I oh yeah. yeah. How did I forget that one? Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't mention that one. That was the I, best. I went to see them. 10 or 11 years ago when they had come to Toronto by myself (laughs) I took the subway out to go see them live and so it's so surreal like having started a podcast and like getting just to like sit down with them and talk and I followed their work for over a decade so it was just incredible getting to meet them um one of my favorite memories was that LA trip like going out there and meeting Mm. our listeners and it just Kelly and I had so many times where we were just like bent over laughing our heads off at restaurants and it was just such a great memory and when we travel like the times we get stressed like I get so stressed about going to the airport like five hours early (laughs) and Kelly's like we don't have to leave now no Uh, hitting a million downloads was amazing I feel like that was so surreal that so many people are becoming interested in this lifestyle and I'm not a weirdo anymore for living this way I feel like it's gonna be like the next big thing so glad I stood by it uh teaching the course connecting with people one-on-one you know just the closets like it's for your everyday you have to get dressed for your life so like teaching people these really simple concepts to like look beautiful and create this like curated wardrobe for life has brought so much meaning to my own life. And then the interviews doing like, yeah, talking with Joshua Becker, getting to learn from all of these professionals who, um, I mean, we're going to talk about our favorite topics, but I've learned so much from the podcast and just 
interviewing people that it has brought so much wisdom to my own life. Wow. Gosh, I can't believe I forgot about the minimalist. That is probably yeah. number one. <laughs> that was the most incredible experience. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the closet course, Lauren is running a closet decluttering course now, and you can find it at mastersimplicity.com. And wow, I know that has been amazing for you. Lauren is in love with helping people declutter their closets and uh, you're so good at it you really light up when you share about, oh, you know, this went really, really well. I really enjoyed it. And I just love hearing that. And yeah, that's definitely another milestone um, or, or best memory so far. So let's go into our five favorite topics or favorite episodes on the podcast so far. Okay. So my number one favorite podcast was interviewing Natalia, the breakup coach. Yes. I remember this episode so specifically. I had worked all day on a project launch in Toronto. And then I walked home and you and Natalia were in my kitchen waiting for me to do this podcast. And I learned so much. I can honestly say, I don't know if I would have met Mike if we did not interview her that <gasps> night. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, she taught me so much. And I was like, oh, I'm going to meet someone organically. I don't need to prioritize this. And she's like, yes, you do. Like, if you want to meet someone, the older you get, the less people are available. So the next morning I woke up after that podcast and I downloaded Hinge and I was just consistent with it. And, you know, I've said on this podcast, I went on so many dates, but it was so worth it. And for the first time, I was just willing to put the work in. And I feel like, you know, I'm out and people are like, oh, I don't want to date. It's so much work. It's like, yeah, but if you find the right person, then it's like smooth sailing for indefinitely. Like, yeah, you still have to work on the relationship. But I learned so much from her. And even, you know, she talked about and Kelly and I struggle with this. It's like we hated dating because it was hard getting shut down. It was hard shutting people down. And she said in the podcast, she's like, just send a text and be like, hey, I had a, a great night. It was nice meeting you. I don't feel the connection and leave it at that. And that allowed me to just feel so much more comfortable to go out and meet people and find my person. So that was one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, she really simplified dating. She did. And it's episode 26 called Better Breakups and Quality Dating with Natalia Juarez. And she is a relationship and breakup coach. She actually helps people break up. She's been on Good Morning America several times. And I think she's someone that we should interview again very soon yes. because we interviewed her back in 2018. So it's it's about time that we, we reconnect with her. And I know that she sent us a very nice note about reaching a million downloads. So let's, uh -huh. let's definitely reconnect connect. That was, that was definitely an amazing episode. And, uh, it's good to hear that Lauren. No, it was incredible. Um, our 20 question episode. I loved that one. I learned so much about myself and just each other and you, and I, it was a lot of fun working on the notes for that one. Uh, the skin minimalism one mm. where we interviewed the dermatologist. Yeah. I, to this day, look, I have my cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen, and retinol. And yeah. I look at it. I'm like, this is going to be my skincare routine for the rest of my life. And I know I will never need anything else because oh. yeah, it's so nice that like that one really simplified because there are so many skincare products out there and it is so complicated. And I just, I'm like, I'm protecting my skin. I'm renewing it. I'm cleaning it. I'm hydrating it. And I don't need to do anything else. <laughs> oh my gosh. We actually had a listener DM us uh, maybe a week ago. She's like, oh, what was that episode again? And I referred her to it. And then she listened to it. She's like, oh my goodness. I'm so excited to buy a bar of soap to wash my face now. I don't need to buy all these expensive products. And and for anybody uh, who's now super curious, the episode's 152 called Skinimalism with Dr. Mary Alice Mina. And the other question, the other episode you mentioned is episode 163, Let's Reflect on Our Lives, 20 Questions. That was a really beautiful episode. I remember yeah. that one. No, I learned so much. And then, I mean, one of my all-time favorites every year is the holiday episodes. <laughs> yes. I love Christmas so much. And I like teaching people how to enjoy Christmas and enjoy the holidays without all the gifts and the plastic decorations like you can decorate in such a nice way and then go out and do all the fun Christmas stuff and the holidays and see friends and family and just enjoy it as opposed to 
running around the mall all day. So true. Yeah. There are so many great tips in our holiday episodes. Just search for the episodes in the December months over the past five years and you'll find them all. But Lauren, you share so many great tips on how to declutter all the excess holiday trinkets you have, but also how you can decorate your home in a very simple way and how you can actually make your own decorations that are biodegradable. Yeah. So what are your five top episodes? So this is extremely hard because we and I have interviewed so many incredible guests and I specifically wanted to focus on our guest interviews, but to start, I'll I'll share, just like you said, our one-on-ones, our one-on-one episodes are great. And some of our listeners, they just love those the most. They're like, oh, I love your little one-on-one because they like the back and forth between us. But I think they also like to hear our experiences, you know, the specific experiences that we're going through and our stories. So those are those are some of the greatest. And we'll go into our top five downloaded episodes over the past five years. And uh, a couple one-on-ones made that, of course. So in terms of author interviews, oh, gosh, so hard. Now, number one, though. Episode 151, Follow Your Curiosity with the Minimalist T.K. Coleman. I knew it. (laughs) T.K., I just, no one pieces words together like T.K. does. And anybody who listens to The Minimalist will agree with me. He is so wise. And he's such a warm human being. We met him in person. He's exactly who you think he is. Incredible. I mean, they all are. He just came up to me, gave me this big hug. I was just like so excited to meet him. Episode 120, create outer order and feel happier with Gretchen Rubin. Ah, she's so great. Huge best-selling author. She talks about how when we create outer order, we will gain inner order. And she, she argues that we feel happier. And it was a really, really great discussion. And her book is incredible. So definitely check that out. Next one is episode 153, let go and be loved with Humble the Poet. Oh, I loved this one because we got to talk about love and relationships and how it's important to let go of certain feelings and anxieties and how to do so. And he has a book called How to Be Loved. It is so good. I listened to the audiobook version. I actually listened to it twice. It was so good. I had to go back and refer to chapters because I just ate it up. Now, episode 129, I actually just re-released this last week. It's called Be Radically Content with Jamie Varon. Oh, Jamie is an incredible writer and author, and she talks about contentment and how contentment is a good thing and how she was burnt out for years and super competitive. And, you know, she felt the anxieties around having to be the, you know, the 20 under 20, the 30 under 30, now 40 under 40. And she she just let go of that pressure. And she talks about how it's important to work through your ambitions with ease. Then episode 114, The Paradox of Choice with Barry Schwartz. So if anybody's heard of the paradox of choice, it was coined by Barry Schwartz. He talks about how to make decisions in this world of overwhelming choice from, you know, the jam we choose at the grocery store to (laughs) which path to take in our life. You know, there's so many options. There's so many, especially in the Western world, we have so much opportunity here. And the fifth one, or actually, you know what, that was five, but I have another one and I have to share this one because I love this guest so much. Her name's Tracy McCubbin. It's episode 158, Solve Your Clutter Problems with Tracy McCubbin. We met her in LA. She is so wise. She talks about how our clutter problems stem from an emotional issue. So when we work through our stuff, we have to work through questions such as like, what's going on in your life? You know, what is making you hold on to this thing? What is going on in your life that is not serving you? So she really gets to the root of our clutter problems. And that's my short list, but my gosh, that was really hard because I'm sure I'm missing quite a few. I've loved and adored every guest that's come on so far. Oh yeah. Your interviews are incredible. And Tracy was amazing. She was so fun. So fun in person. Yeah, she's great. I want to be her one day. (laughs) You will. (laughs) So to start to close, we're going to share our lifestyle and career goals today. You know, we've really grown over the past five years and, you know, we want to share kind of our direction over the next uh, or foreseeable future. For me, I definitely want to get married and start a family in the next few years. And I'm so excited to share that on the podcast and really open up to that demographic on how to navigate kids and marriage and a house and 
um, you know, I'm already thinking like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> so at a wedding, my goodness, yeah, plenty of at wedding. a wedding, no bridal showers, no baby showers. Yeah. Lauren doesn't want any of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm excited for that part of my life. I know it's going to be busy and hectic, but that's, you know, one part of my lifestyle. And then career wise, keep doing this podcast, keep teaching the closet course, really build that. I love working one-on-one with people. It like, I just get so excited. It warms my heart helping people and pursuing my comedy writing and performing and just working with my coach with that and having fun with that. Even if it takes 20 or 30 years, I don't care. Like it's just something I love and it lights me up. So working towards that and I guess just getting rid of Mike's stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Her boyfriend's stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I guess those are my biggest career goals and missions. That's really cool. Yeah, I I love that you are pursuing comedy and you're such a great comedy writer. I hope that one day you are a writer for a late, late night show or something like that, or even a web series. If anybody, any of our listeners have any network in the comedy field, please let us know because Lauren is definitely growing uh, that passion of hers. So I'm excited to see it grow. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And so for me, I am going to be focusing more time on the podcast and courses. So look forward to that. We're still putting out weekly episodes, which is great. I'm going to be writing more on minimalism.com and writing more for local news media, which will be exciting. I'm also looking to start a business on the side. I really want to help people clear the excess in their homes. So it's going to have something to do with that. And there may be a book or a TEDx talk in my future. That's definitely on my list. Yeah. In the next couple of years. Yes. I I really, really would love to share a TED talk on basically the five main misconceptions around minimalism and then go deep into the reality of what this lifestyle brings and how much we gain from this lifestyle that can really add to our lives and make us better human beings and make the world a better place. Yeah. And you're such a good writer. Your articles are so beautifully written. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I I really want to write more. I'm I'm the director of a run for charities as well, as many of you know, and I'm in the thick of it right now and my mind is everywhere. But before this podcast, I said, Lauren, can can we just start 10 minutes late? I actually meditated, by the way. Oh, I'm like, what is she doing? Her makeup? (laughs) I just needed to clear my mind because there's a lot of asks coming at me from every which way. So I'm a little bit burned out, but I'm trying to manage those, those feelings. And this episode, I've been looking forward to this episode for a long time now. Like I'm so excited. Like I've been looking forward to hitting a million downloads and hitting five years for five years. And it's just like, oh, I can't believe it's here. So uh, how this podcast has evolved to close, this podcast started as a podcast. Then we started offering simple living consultations with our listeners And then we developed a closet decluttering e-guide and wooden closet dividers. We still have the closet e-guide. We no longer have the dividers at this time, but we may produce them again. And you're now offering closet decluttering courses, Lauren. You have uh, group courses and you have one-on-one closet decluttering consultations as well. So if you want to check that out, check out mastersimplicity.com. And to close, I wanted to share our top five rated episodes. The first is 158, Solve Your Clutter Problems with Tracy McCubbin. The second one is episode 162, Adopt a Minimalist Mindset. Episode 135, How to Break Up with Your Phone with Catherine Price. That was amazing. So much great feedback on that one. Episode 151, Follow Your Curiosity with the Minimalist TK Coleman. And the last one, episode 149, it's a best of episode titled Declutter Your Life. It's a one-on-one between us. So I will include the links to all of these five episodes as well in the show notes uh, for a quick link. And lastly, I want to thank our listeners again for listening. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to share a couple of reviews that came in because they're so beautiful and we cannot thank you enough for taking the time. And gosh, your words mean so much to us. So the first one is, Wonderful content, motivating and informative is the title. 
She goes, I love this. And I can say it's been one of the best catalysts for me to finally start to declutter and let go of a lot of things that my family of five, just three young kids have carried with us to four different cities in eight years. I'm listening to all of the old episodes while I spend the summer transforming our home and even teaching my kids the reasons why and how we can make steps to live more simply and happily. I would recommend this to everyone. That's so great to hear. Uh, the second one is life-changing and inspiring. This content shared by these ladies is simply inspiring. It makes it that much better that they are fellow Ontarians. So we're all from Ontario. Tuning in over the last year has completely shifted my mindset and improved my lifestyle for the better. The podcast is an uplifting way to spend my long drives, and I always learn new and simple ways to implement the minimalist lifestyle. It helped me make room for the things that truly matter in life. Can't say enough good things. Definitely tune in. Oh, thank you so much. And the last one, my go-to podcast is what it's titled. This person says the podcast is thoroughly enjoyable with refreshing, relatable hosts. Ah, oh, thank you. It's quickly become my preferred choice for insightful content. They offer many straightforward yet practical tips on leading a more uncomplicated lifestyle. That's so true. That's another word for minimalism. It's just an uncomplicated lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to participate in Lauren's personalized closet decluttering course, which I wholeheartedly endorse for those who aim to cultivate a minimalist functional wardrobe tailored to their lifestyle. This course is an absolute must. Beautiful. Aww, so nice. I know that would make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so great. So thank you guys again for listening and helping us reach this milestone. We mentioned a lot of episodes, but you can find all of those in the show notes today. And uh, thank you for everything, Lauren. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And thank you so much to our listeners. We wouldn't be here without your support and your downloads and it means a lot and a big thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So we will have another set of episodes coming for you in the future. We're continuing with this podcast and we're very, very excited. We're excited to continue to grow with you. So thanks again. And we will speak with you soon, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope that this conversation has motivated you to continue on this exciting journey with us. And we cannot thank you enough again for helping us reach this incredible milestone. Your listenership and your reviews really help our podcast grow and motivate us to keep going. And to close, you can follow us on social media at Millennial Minimalist on Instagram and Facebook, and you can learn more about us, our closet decluttering e-guide, and our weekly virtual group and one-on-one -on -one closet decluttering courses on our website at mastersimplicity.com, which you can find in the show notes. So thanks again for listening, and I will speak with you next week. Bye-bye.